Blog Talk Radio. Hello, I'm Coach Andrew Poritz from Ingenuity Coaching. I help people transitioning from corporate America to entrepreneurship. My mission is to inspire and challenge you to dream big dreams, and with my coaching, help you to manifest those dreams into reality. You can visit my website at www.myfuturecoach.com. If you're listening live and you want to call in with a question, the phone number here is 646-929-2893. There's also a live chat room right on the show page, so feel free to join in and post any questions. Tonight's guest is Susie Wong, the fabulous woman behind Susie Q Fit Life. Susie Q, as we like to call her, is a celebrity fitness trainer, media personality, clothing designer, voiceover announcer, and motivator whose extraordinary energy propels her to strive for excellence and knowledge. Susie Q has trained people in fitness clubs throughout New York City, and she was a featured fitness trainer on ABC's television show, The View. She is currently shooting Susie Q Fit Life Exercise DVD, Arms of a First Lady, and she's also created a women's clothing line called Susie Q Wear by Susie Wong. Suzy Q Fit Life is an inspirational movement focusing on health, wellness, and fitness goals throughout the community, improving and empowering your life through entertainment, fitness, and lifestyle products. And let's see if I can get Susie. Susie, are you with us? He's having a couple of technical difficulties here. Susie, are you on the air? Okay, please stand by. You hear me now? Uh, there you are. Hey, Susie. Oh, okay, I was like, I'm saying hello, Coach Andrew. I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> uh, and I'm like, uh-oh, you can't hear me. Did not hear you. <laughs> yes, I was so scared. I was like, uh-oh, I don't want to hang up. I oh, don't want a, to end this. The little, the little <laughs> thing was just spinning and spinning and spinning and not telling me if you were there or not. Oh, I see, I see. How are you? And thank you so much for having me on the show. What an honor. Oh, I'm I'm very thrilled to have you. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, you're a well, little I, different than the usual guest I have. I, I typically have life coaches and business coaches. And what I um, find about you is very interesting is you're a motivator and you're, you have this tremendous energy that is very exciting to be around. And I have ra- run into you in so many different areas of life in New York City that it's mm-hmm. just amazing. How, I mean, so many completely separate people that we manage to know in common and different areas. and So I'm very yeah, excited to have so you on my true. show. Well, thank you. Thank you. I'm so glad to be able to get a chance and an opportunity to speak to you and your listeners. This is wonderful. Terrific. And, uh, you know, if anybody wants to talk to Susie tonight, remember the phone number is 646-929-2893. And uh, if you don't call in tonight, um, you can... Always find Susie at her SusieQFitLife.com, and that's S-U-S-I-E. That give that correct. old song like Liza with an S, not Liza with a Z. So. That's right. <laughs> you got it. You got it exactly. Well, you know what? I, the great thing about being on your show, and the, you know, one of the first things that you mentioned to me is that you definitely thrive on motivating your listeners and um, definitely trying to create such a strong enthusiasm to engage them and to improve their lives for the better. And even though I'm not like a 
Tony Robbins, you know, a, a, you know, a speaker that is mainly just talking about like business successes and things mm-hmm. of that nature. I, I still think it's quite similar and still very valid and important because when you're dealing with health, wellness, fitness, it's so much about your lifestyle. And and that's why I, you know, um, decided to go with Suzy Q Fit Life because I wanted to be able to um, extend to so many people out there that it's not just about exercise and dieting and something that you just do to try to fit into a dress or a family reunion is around the corner. This is about lifestyle. It's about living a healthy life, living a long life, and doing something that is going to work for you and keep you on the earth for a long time. Everyone wants to live a long life. It's the only thing that I know. No one wants to leave early. I've been so. saying that for hundreds of years. <laughs> really? For yeah. hundreds? Wow, hundreds, you're so yeah. young. Thank you. <laughs> you really are. But, and, and the thing is that what we need to look at is when people are not really living their best life or putting their best foot forward in trying to achieve a healthy lifestyle, it's usually due to a couple of reasons. And usually it um, tends to be a lack of motivation and enthusiasm, and I think that is due to a lack of one's faith. You know, they feel that they're not deserving of a certain success or deserving of happiness, believe it or not. Mm. And there's also a fear of failure, and due to probably past failures in the past. And when those kind of um, limitations can kind of prevent you from moving forward and living your best life. You tend to lack um, self-esteem. You know, when you have low self-esteem, you're not really working at, you know, 100% capacity. You're you're kind of um, downgrading yourself and working at a lower level. And when you lack enough interest, it can really bring you downhill. And sometimes people can also be fearful of what others might have to say. And there's also the habit of procrastination. Because some people may believe, well, if I don't enjoy working out or I, I don't believe that eating healthy tastes good, then I'm going to put it off until Monday, Monday, Monday. And Monday never comes, you know. And it's so effortless to develop a habit where you can almost become a little lazy, you know. And I think we all have that potential to become lazy. It's effortless, right? You could, sure. you could just sit into your couch. You could watch TV. You could surf the net. And it doesn't make sense because many people say they don't have time to work out or they don't have the time to do this and that. But, you know, it's about how you choose to use your time. It's about how you choose to live your life. And when you decide not to make a decision, you've really ultimately made a decision. And you're not moving forward. So we have to become aware of our habits and be aware of what it is that we're doing and how our actions can affect us, how our thoughts can affect us. You know, it's definitely, um, it's, it's a large scale. When you look at the spectrum, it's like, you know, you, there's a feeling of despair, possibly, if you're not um, feeling positive, if you're not feeling strong-willed, strong-minded. You can also become pretty stressed. I mean, living in New York City is not very easy. <laughs> you know, if you can make it here, you can make it anywhere, but it can be very stressful. You know, so, so um, Susie, tell me more about how you achieve some of these things like you're talking about people uh, feeling uh, low self-esteem or some of the things that are stopping them, and how do you make help people to make those kinds of changes? Well, the first thing that we have to do is 
we have to wake up. <laughs> we have to be aware of what it is that we really ultimately want. And once you are aware, that's usually basically the first step. And once you're at that point where you can be honest within yourself, you know, because there is no denial in truth. You must be honest with yourself. Know exactly what it is that you want for yourself, where you want to be in order to move in that direction. So the first thing you really have to do is ultimately just set one goal. Just make a goal for yourself. Whenever you feel slumped, you, you can discover that often it has to do with the fact that you don't really know the direction of where your life is going. You want to make sure that you're able to direct yourself and focus yourself on a goal. So that way you could create that energy, that motivation, that enthusiasm, and all of a sudden you're off to the races. Once you realize this is where I want to go, I want a, a body that I feel comfortable with, I want a body that is going to allow me to move and get from point A to point B, I want uh, more energy, I want to be able to spend time with whether it's you have children or family or friends, you want to be able to do much more with your life or maybe pursue your passions. So many people are not really pursuing their passions in life. And in order to do that, you need the energy in order to do this. I think once you set a goal for yourself, and you can even kind of like look at the calendar, make it happen, set that up for yourself mentally, and start to put it in motion, this is what's going to also create that inspiration within yourself, you know, that you manifest. And when you, when you feel inspired, it enables you to achieve some of those goals. It allows you to be able to um, move forward. You need to constantly read, surround yourself with positive people in order to create helpful habits. And you can achieve such amazing things just by doing some small things. Doing the small things right, well, small things that you can do towards living a healthy lifestyle is the first thing you're going to do is just to eliminate some small bad habits you may have picked up along the way, whether it is smoking, whether it's skipping a lot of meals, whether it is overeating, or um, it could be a combination of lack of exercise, lack of movement. Um, When you start to notice what it is that you're doing that's creating a downfall for you, if you were to eliminate just a small little fragment of what it is that you might be doing, and replace that bad habit for a good habit. So, for example, maybe if you quit smoking, maybe that means you could drink more water. Maybe that means you can try to um, incorporate more vegetables into your diet. Um, Maybe that means if you are not exercising and you're not physically active, maybe you could start just by taking some, you know, short walks through the park and just maybe 15 minutes one day, maybe that becomes 20, 25, then 30. You've got that oxygen going through you, and all of a sudden you just feel so much better. It can create that excitement. And when you start seeing that by replacing bad habits for good ones, it's not as painful as people may think it is. It is not that difficult to do away with certain things because all of a sudden when you start doing new things, you're introducing something exciting to your life. You are actually opening up your horizons 
It allows you to meet new people, different people, by walking a different direction. All of a sudden, you could be running into um, new positive people by maybe joining a gym. It's putting you into a new environment that invokes a, a lot more energy within you by changing the environment. It's simple things. It's not too life-shattering. And all of a sudden, when you're doing this, you are becoming more motivated. It builds this anticipation within you. And you almost feel that you can't really lose by making small changes, you know, and, and that is what's going to help you propel forward, most definitely. And, and how do you uh, deal with things like accountability with your, your clients? Um, well, the main thing that I like to do, it's a couple things. I believe in taking a holistic approach when it comes to trying to make some changes within your life. And I think that the main thing that needs to be done, and usually when I'm training clients, is I always like to find out what it is that they are eating, what it is that they are doing, what things they do enjoy doing. And believe it or not, as much as people say, I hate to exercise, I hate to do this, they may hate weight training, they may hate to run on a treadmill and do cardio, but they enjoy playing tennis. You know, they, they enjoy maybe playing basketball, golf, you know, and they enjoy maybe it could even be jogging along through Central Park or riding a bike. And all of a sudden, you, you realize that you can actually incorporate some positive things. So main, mainly what I like to do is I feel that it's very important for me to connect with my clients. And I like to understand them a lot more. I like to find out, you know, what their cultural background is, what are their favorite foods. It's very hard for people to go cold turkey and give up some of the things they love because then this means if they're making a dramatic change overnight, it's going to most likely lead them down a road they don't want to go. And that can cause you to give up on your fitness program, on your nutritional habits, because you're not enjoying the food or it feels like it's too much of a change and a shock for you. So if you enjoy eating rice and beans, you can still have that, but maybe we could just minimize the portion size. You can still enjoy the foods that you love. It doesn't mean that you have to eliminate things. You shouldn't have to eliminate anything out of your diet, but you want to keep things in moderation. And I find that when I make that connection with my clients, they realize that I understand because I struggle myself. And I have throughout my whole life, and I still will. And I, I, I know what it's like to enjoy certain foods and what it feels like when, oh, my goodness, after Monday I won't be able to eat this. Then all of a sudden you're binging. You're eating everything. You want to make sure I'm consuming everything just so that, okay, when Monday rolls around, then I could give it up and I'll try to go without. But realistically that doesn't work. You're not going to have one hamburger for the last time for the rest of your life, if that's what you enjoy eating from time to time. So we, we want to make sure that maybe even if you do enjoy the hamburger, would you enjoy a veggie burger? Would you enjoy it if you had it on a whole wheat bun or a multigrain? Like there's so many different variations that you can do and change within your life that is easy to cope with. Life is supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be enjoyable, and it shouldn't make you miserable. And that is one of the ways of handling things in order to make small little baby steps. You know, I was told that if you have a newborn baby, the best place to put this baby would not be 
on a king-size mattress because the baby is going to move around to different, you know, unknown environment, and the baby could easily roll off and injure themselves. Mm -hmm. But a safe place for a baby would be in a crib where, you know, there's a cage, it's surrounded, they're protected, they're safe, and it's kind of the same way that you need to look at fitness and look at um, your approach towards a healthy lifestyle. You need to take baby steps and make these changes subtly. Make it where all of a sudden you realize, wow, you know what, I kind of enjoy this. This isn't that bad, you know, and all of a sudden you realize, I could do this. I could do this. This is easy. And all of a sudden, as you start to realize that you're enjoying something that's actually good for you, (laughs) go figure, then you already realize that you can actually start inspiring the people around you and not vice versa. So you might not have to join everyone in the company that you work with if you're in a call center to eat pizza when, in fact, you might enjoy having a nice mixture of protein, vegetables, and good carbs and be able to eat that and enjoy that. Mm. And you might notice that, wow, people might want to snack on some of your, your fruits and veggies. Can I have some of those baby carrots? Wow, you've got those green grapes again. Can I have some of that? And, you know, all of a sudden, grapes taste good when they're frozen. There's so many little things that, you know, that you can start to enjoy that you never, ever would realize that you would enjoy had you not tried it. So you have to embark on new things and have an open mind to take on something new. It's only when we start to change the way we do things, that's when you change your results. And I'm sure you find this, Andrew, that um, even whether it's in business or personal life, what have you, when you start to implement a change, it's only when you start to see change. But if you only want to stick to the sidelines and just play it safe, I'm just going to do this. This is all I know. I'm afraid to go out into the uncharted territory. Then it doesn't allow you to grow. It doesn't allow you to learn. It doesn't allow you to be green. And to that's be green? Important. Yeah, green, like vegetables. Okay. Green, well, I know a lot of people think of money. Green, grow, you know. <laughs> I was thinking of the whole yeah. the, the uh, Green is also green. health, you know. Yeah, green is, green, it just shows life. It shows it's like a plant. When it's green, it's healthy, it grows, it's just like that. <clears throat> you know, well, it ain't, like it ain't easy plant. being green, it ain't easy being green, but it can be done, and it can be enjoyable. You can have fun doing it, too, you know? And sure. I think that's, that's half the battle, you know? People who don't enjoy being at the gym or going to the gym or even thinking about it, half the battle is getting there. Once you get there, it's, it's so, you're, you're pretty much uphill from that point because once you get there, all of a sudden you're surrounded by positive people that are also striving for possibly the same goals you are. Well, actually, that, you, just, you just made me think of another question. And going okay. back to your earlier question uh, around um, uh, self-esteem, uh, you, you commented about self-esteem. And you're going to the gym. If you are going to the gym, you said half the battle is getting there and seeing all these people around you. Now, what if you're going there and you're seeing everybody looks great and I look like crap? How do you deal well, with that? Well, this deal? is definitely, you know what, this is definitely a natural feeling. Going to the gym, especially if it's your first time, you are a beginner. 
and you know you have good intentions. You want to do the right thing. You want to be healthy, but you're going in, and you're seeing all these skinny minis or muscular men or muscular toned and defined women, and they're in their little outfits, and you feel like you're wearing a garbage bag and you're unappealing. All of a sudden, you may feel intimidated. But guess what? Every time we do something new, it doesn't matter what it is. There's going to be some level of uncomfort, right? There's going to be some discomfort there. Whatever it is, it could be a new dance, whatever it is, you're not going to feel comfortable doing something different. You're not going to feel completely comfortable being in an environment that's new to you. Mm -hmm. And that's also part of the fear factor that I mentioned earlier. And that, that, that fear it, 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 it's like a roadblock. It can prevent you from doing so many things. You need to give yourself a fair shake. You need to give yourself a chance. The first thing that you need to do is learn to accept yourself and love yourself for who you are. This is a tough thing for people because, you know, you're your worst enemy. <laughs> you know, I hate my thighs. I hate this. I hate that. I don't like this. I wish I had her body. I wish I had his arms. I wish I had this. You know, and it's just not realistic. Everyone's built differently. And we have three different body types. And I think that what's important is that you learn to love what you have and work with it. So if you are in a new environment and you feel uncomfortable, this is actually a good thing that could work for you. Because when you're constantly feeling comfortable, what did I say? It's like there's no change because you're staying on the sidelines. When you challenge yourself and you place yourself in an uncomfortable environment and you continue to strive forward, it allows you to do something different. And by doing something different now, which is also positive, you're now allowing your body to adapt and change and show you some different results. Your body will change if you change your mindset. So once you are in the gym, Know that these people that you are looking at that are making you feel intimidated, that are making you hate them or you feel envious or whatever the feeling or whatever the emotion, know that they too were in your shoes. Maybe they weren't overweight. Maybe they could have been overweight. Maybe they had high cholesterol levels. But it doesn't matter what the situation. Everyone has to start somewhere. But the key is the willingness to learn the willingness to start. Just do it. Just start. Give yourself a chance. Don't shoot yourself in the foot before you get a chance to step on the court. You need to allow yourself the chance to learn something, to do something different. You know. And again, it goes back to Tony Robbins and, and business. It's like you need to allow yourself to know that, you know what, there's a chance I could fail. Big deal. If you fail, guess what? You could, you could get up off of the floor, dust yourself off, and attempt to do it again. And I don't think that running away from the gym because of the people that are surrounding you is the best thing because guess what? That person that you may feel intimidated by initially may end up being a nice person and may end up being a beneficial person in your life and possibly even a mentor and someone that could be your future workout partner. You know, all of a sudden you start changing your body, you start changing the way you work out, your, your training is different, 
all of a sudden you've upped your cardio, maybe you're training and toning with weights a little bit differently or using more calisthenics, this person can now become a, a vital tool in your life because you're learning. And when I started out in fitness, and I'll never forget it, I um, started out and I was inspired by watching a lot of TV shows and in the 80s. And, you know, I was watching the 20-minute workout. I was watching body shaping on TSN. I started getting books from the library, started reading how to, how to start working with weights. And I was always a very competitive child, always. And I, I always battled with weight, too. I was, I'm a, profesh, a professional fluctuator, and I tell people this because I find it very insulting when I watch infomercials and I see you could do this in two seconds and in two days you could have a little bitty waist. And it, it just becomes so insulting because you could work a lifetime and it's still going to be a struggle. Working out and maintaining a healthy lifestyle is not going to always be easy. And everyone, it's going to be different for everybody. Everyone is not, it's not cookie cutter here. What works for one person isn't going to naturally work for the other person. But it doesn't mean that you shouldn't do something about it. And when I started learning to weight train and, and doing more to incorporate my body to do more vigorous exercises, I, at that point, when I was 16, I didn't know about nutrition. I just knew how to sweat. I knew how to work out hard. I didn't know that food played a major role in how your body was going to react and change and develop. And food is almost like 85, if not 90% of the results, really. But we have to think about our heart. We want to be healthy. We want to be strong. We want to develop the muscle strength. You want to have strong legs. You want to have strong arms. And I, I think all of that is important. So when I started out at the gym, I met this lady, and I called her the Terminator. Her name was Eileen, and this was in Canada at a gym that used to be called Canadian Body Works. And um, the Terminator and I become very good friends, and she started teaching me a lot more about protein and powders. And, you know, we'd be in the women's change room. We'd be, um, after a workout, we'd just, like, have our water bottles ready, pour in this powder, shake it up. We'd go to the supermarket, we'd buy vegetable chips, and we, you know what, you just realize that working out can be fun, and if you have the right positive person that can motivate you, um, it can really change your life and the way you look at things, and Eileen, to me, she really changed my life and was motivating to me. I was already driven, but working out with her, it's like, wow, I can't be late? Oh, my goodness, i got to be there on time. i got to wake up early. I have to be there, you know, like after 7 a.m. in the morning. And it was just different for me. I have to drink my water. I've got to have the oatmeal. got to have the egg whites. And I was learning. And it became fun. And as you, as you develop, it's like you start to hear little compliments here and there. But guess what? Here's a mistake that many people make. Losing the weight is a challenge. But it is doable. It's not too difficult, especially for people who've never worked out before. Once they start moving, they can find they're going to get the results quicker than people that have plateaued and are seasoned exercisers. And what's interesting is that when, when you're actually looking at the way you're training and you're looking at the way your body is developing, even as a beginner, you may reach your goal and think, wow, 
oh my goodness, this is exactly the body that I've always dreamt of. This is where I want to be. I'm exactly where I want to be. I'm happy with my body. Well, I mean, there's not a lot of people that are always happy with their bodies. Even the people we look up to, they don't like their bodies. They're not happy. The grass doesn't always seem to be greener on the other side. However, what, what happens here is that as soon as you think, I made it, I'm home free, all of a sudden, you think you don't have to work out anymore. You think, okay, I could give up that gym membership. I don't really need to hang out with those friends anymore. Let me get back with the friends I used to hang out with and go for some pizza. Let me start uh, drinking soda. Let me start watching TV. Let me start uh, skipping the exercises, not taking it that seriously. Your body will betray you. There are fitness competitors and bodybuilders that I know personally, and I've experienced this for myself, that when you start to get laxed with your exercises, all of a sudden you can be back to square one where you started, if not worse. Sure. If not worse. And that could destroy you, especially as a woman. Men say they can be destroyed too, but not quite the same as a woman. Has a more lasting impact. Oh, we can. Trust me, we can. Oh, I don't know. You're not losing any sleep, are you, Andrew? Like, if it's like, whoa, look at, oh my goodness, look at how my waist is looking. I don't know if you're losing sleep on that, are you? And your buddies are not saying, wow, oh my gosh, your calves are too large. No, no just because I say, do I look fat in this outfit doesn't mean anything. <laughs> And I, I can imagine, if I could collect a quarter every time you've even posed that question, <laughs> I'd be a poor woman on the streets of New York, that's for sure. Okay, you got me there. <laughs> uh, Susie, let, you me ask you, uh, let me ask you, how did you uh, get from all this information and the training and all the stuff you've done, how did you get from there to being this celebrity fitness trainer? How did that happen for you? Well, you know what, it was a long road, it, and it's still a long road. It's, you know what, it's a journey. Um, I tell you, when I started off, I started off um, becoming a fitness instructor and certified in Canada and Brampton at the YMCA. And I started off as a um, spin instructor. And I don't know if you know what spinning is, Andrew, but it's like, you know, being on the bike, (laughs) spinning away for an hour or 45 minutes in, in, in Brampton at the YMCA. It was for a full hour. And I enjoyed the class. I loved it. And what I loved is that I was connecting with the members and through the music and the energy and the sweat and all of a sudden, it's like you you look forward to seeing everyone again. You look forward to seeing these people and you, you motivate each other. And then you realize you're surprised, you feel surprised that, wow, they feel motivated by you and you feel that towards them, you know, and... With that, it started to grow. You, when I started off be, becoming interested in fitness, it's because I come from a heavyset family, and that's where everything ultimately started. And I have this cousin, Sandra, in Miami. She became a fitness instructor, and she has a smaller build. She kind of took over my grandfather's side of the family, and I took over my grandmother's side of the family, where we're a little bit heavier. And um, it's easier for us to gain weight. But you know what? When we put our minds to it, we can lose it as well. And uh, for um, people on my grandfather's side of the family, they're just tall. They're slender people, long torso. Life is good. (laughs) So um, with with Sandra, she'd always remind me, wow, you're on the big side of the family. 
oh, you know, you shouldn't be eating that and this and that. And these kind of comments as a child growing up, it stays with you. And that's where my competitive side came from. In elementary school, you know, I used to lead um, some of the phys ed classes. I'd warm up the class. And, you know, again, it was just through watching. I love television. I was born on television. Absolutely love it. I still love it. Don't you? Absolutely. It's like, it, you know, it raised me as a child. I had to, <laughs> there, you know, <laughs> and then, oh, my goodness, the VCR was born. You know, you can watch all well, day you, long. You, you remember Dick Clark, you know, other than from the New Year's specials. Yes, um, absolutely. Many years ago, and my, my mom worked for Viacom, and he, Dick Clark did a bunch of things. For Viacom, and he walked in the office, my mother said, uh, said to him, I, Dick, I wanted to thank you for babysitting my kids when they were young. Really? Wow. Oh, yeah. Wow. TV was our, definitely my friend. That was, that was, it was my babysitter, too. <laughs> it was my babysitter, too. And I just, I, I loved that. And so when I started working out, it was in fear of, oh, my goodness, I want to be on TV. And as a child, I wanted to be in the Barbie commercials. And it didn't happen. I wanted to be on Star Search, but I'm in Canada. So all I wanted to do was just be able to get out there. And I love to move. I love to dance. I love to sing. And exercise allowed me to do so much of that, and I enjoyed that. I always enjoyed it, and it's because I wanted to enjoy it. Even maybe if I didn't feel that way early on in the beginning, I wanted to love it. And then I really loved it. I still love it. I love to move. I love, I love, I just love it. It just makes you feel great. It makes you feel good. And um, from that... When I started becoming competitive, I loved to compete against the boys. And I used to do long jump, and I used to run track and field in elementary school and in high school. And um, you know what? You just you it, throughout the years, I still had a struggle with weight because again, I didn't find out about proper nutrition until I um, started working at Canadian Body Works and met the manager there at the time, his name was Craig, and he was just very restricted and so disciplined, extremely disciplined as to what he would eat and everything, timed out to the hour. Every two, three hours I'm eating. Every two, And then I just started to mimic that, and I started to read books like The Zone and, and Atkins' diet was out, and I wanted to learn, well, is it good to have a lot of fats or is it – you have to stay away from carbs, and it's a lot of trial and error. And then until I started learning about the nutrition, then I realized, you know what, hmm, this could be a little bit easier because now coupled with the exercise and the weight training and the cardio, you got it made. But at the same time, when you are accustomed to big meals, I, I, you know, I, come, I have a Chinese-Jamaican background. So we have a lot of Jamaican food. Things tend to be heavy. They tend to be starchy. What an interesting combination. Yeah, it's a little bit of an interesting combination. Yaman. Yeah, it's a lot of food. Yaman. Yeah, look at you. Yeah, you know, Ange, you're such a child. Oh, Yaman. Yeah, I've been you're... to Jamaica, man. <laughs> yes, man. You know, and I... I... <laughs> You're so fun. You're giving me flashbacks when we were at the Shabbat dinner table at Jody Samuels, right? And okay. They were they were having. Remember they after the meal, it was all good. It was great food. Mm. It was all kosher, of course. 
And I feel Jewish, by the way. I'm Chinese Jamaican Jewish now by the standard here. And uh, when Jody was making an announcement, she was asking us all to vote on something. And she was like, uh, everyone in favor, say aye. And you're like, aye. <laughs> and you just crack me up. Andrew, you're, you know what? A part of living a long and healthy life is having friends like you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> because you make people laugh. All of a sudden, it's more effective than doing 2,000 crunches on the gym floor <laughs> because you're having that deep gut laugh where your stomach hurts. After, but you know, you, know. you know, Susie, what all Jews have in common is Chinese food. Oh, is that right? Absolutely. That is like one of the, 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 the things that keep us all together as a, as a tribe is, the, is take out Chinese and knowing what, what to buy and that's very it's a very very prominent thing especially here in New York. Wow. Well, you know what's interesting is that everything um that we had that evening it was all helpful the salads uh, you know there was cashews there it was just everything was just light you could just see everything and you even brought that helpful cranberry juice all natural and I was just like wow you know what people are really striving to be healthy. And I think it's such a good thing. You surround yourself with positive people, and this is what happens. Absolutely. And you know what? And, and this is part of the reason, um, Andrew, that I even decided to do. I always wanted to create a fitness DVD, by the way. I oh, always, you just, I always you just have. missed my, my – that was going to be my next question, but so go on. <laughs> Oh, was you, it? Okay. You, by um, the way, you've done I that so far the whole it. show. You are, you, every time I'm, a, I'm thinking about a question, you start talking about what I was going to ask you about. It's been pretty amazing. You know, I, I've been known to talk a little bit. <laughs> no, but I mean, you actually, what I'm thinking about, then you start talking about it. And so I... I oh, look at this. I, it's pretty, it's making it pretty easy for me. Andrew, I am trying to read your mind. Uh, <laughs> what am I thinking now, baby? That's a, yeah. That's what I, yeah, baby, yeah. <laughs> you are thinking of broccoli right now. That's Absolutely. What you're thinking. <laughs> Absolutely. Broccoli. Nothing but green, all the way green. <laughs> but uh, that, that's a great question you did ask me. Um, the, I always wanted to do a fitness DVD. I always knew that I wanted to. And one thing is, this, it was, I didn't want to release something that would be redundant of everything that's on the market already. There's no way I'm going to release something and it's going to be in a discount bin. I don't want to do that. I want to create something that's relevant. I want to create something that's going to inspire people and change lives. And I found this after I appeared on that ABC network on The View. And, you know, I had my Suzy Q um, clothing on, the Suzy Q Fit Life gear, and I was on the show, Elizabeth Hasselbeck and um, Sherry Shepard, and they were just wonderful, they're phenomenal women, and when I went on the show, we were doing the whole makeovers, and they were noticing after I had been made over into a more sophisticated woman, because I always look pretty sporty every time people see me, and you know, they made, you know, Elizabeth said, wow, I just want to have your arms. And Sherry said, wow, you've got those Michelle Obama arms. And I'm like, huh? <laughs> you know, I never heard that before. <laughs> Michelle Obama, I'm like, wow, in the same sentence with my name? Oh, my goodness, what an honor. And, you know, and I remember um, speaking to my mom, Jennifer, 
And um, I, my dad even called me from, from Vancouver, and he said, did you hear? They, they compared you to Michelle Obama. That must mean something. <laughs> and I said, well, that's nice. And then I started paying more attention to the arms because at that time I didn't know, you know, the craze and the interest. And shortly after that, not even two weeks rolled by, and one of the fitness clubs where I teach at the Paris Health Club on um, 96 West End, they approached me, um, Fernando and Lori, and they asked me if I could teach this class called Michelle Obama's Arms. And I'm like, wow, oh, my goodness. I'm like, okay, you know. And they didn't even know about the view appearance, you know. I wasn't doing a lot of talking. And then I taught the class, and it drove numbers of members out there, you know, because people are so fascinated. She's such a powerful and positive an enforcing woman that inspires so many people. And it's incredible, the turnout that we had and the amount of fun that the women had. They felt the burn. They, they, had, you know, they were sweating. They were having fun. We did a mixture of cardio and weights and calisthenics. And it was just an incredible passion because what happened here was we had women from the ages of 19 to 60, and maybe even 65, because some of the women there, they're in, you know, pretty good shape, even though they're older in age, but they really take care of themselves, and fitness means something to them, and at that moment, you know, people started bringing me newspaper clippings of Michelle Obama, and I realized, you know, this is something very important here, and I realized, I have to do this, I've got to create this fitness DVD, and no one else is doing it. How come? Duh. So <laughs> yeah. I just said right away, and I contacted um, Taylor Christoffel, wonderful gentleman, creative mind, production guy, and he was just like, you know what, Susie? You might be on to something here. And we sat and we planned and we put it together. And then what's ironic is the two women that got involved in working out with me on the DVD, Mally and Hia, they were actually members at other gyms where I used to teach in Manhattan. You know, so one, uh, Mally, she's a success story that you'll see on the fitness DVD. She lost 47 pounds. And I remember her at her heavier state when she used to attend my cardio kickboxing class, you know, down in Tribeca. Mm -hmm. And it was just amazing, the transformation. It's like she lost another, you know, she just lost another body. She had like two bodies and now she just lost one. You know, she's just shrinking away. Hia is, uh, you know, an avid um, woman that works out all the time. And I remember she said to me, Susie, if you ever do a fitness DVD uh, or anything with your clothing line, with the Susie Q wear, I, I want to be a part of it. And I never forgot that. And I'm very loyal to the people <laughs> that are um, good to me and that are close to me. And I contacted them and just, at the drop of a dime, they were like, I'm in. And I'm like, wow, okay, we're going to shoot this thing. And, you know, I'm such a lucky girl because I live next door to this man. I call him Dan the Man. Dan has a gorgeous brownstone. And his brownstone is it's just beautiful. We shot the photography there. We did the DVD shoot outside in the backyard, indoors. And we used, for the first time ever, Andrew, 
I mean, you're looking at Jack LaLanne, you're looking at Jane Fonda. No one in the history of fitness DVDs have ever created a DVD where you could use household items. And this to me is very important because growing up, my mom, like Jennifer, she'd always buy, I always call my mom Jennifer, she always bought fitness DVDs, um, well, at the time, VHS tapes you know, for me, for herself, and, um, you know, I, I didn't have dumbbells at that time, and I was a younger girl, and, you know, I remember using cans of soup and different things, and, you, you know, you just do what works. At the time, uh, my mom even bought a step DVD, and I, we didn't even have a step, so I ran to the staircase, and I tried to see if I could do the steps <laughs> on the staircase, which didn't really work out too well. And, you know, it's not quite the same effect, but I didn't have any idea of what it entailed. Well, do you remember the old step, uh, the old, the, the, the old step machines? Um, no, not the cardio machines, not even the step. You mean the stair mask? Remember those, those old ones, the original one that looked like it was like a moving staircase? Oh, yes, 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 yes. Yes, I do. And you know what? That's still out in the gyms today. I don't know if you know that. It's called the step mill. That is out there, and that is, I call it a sweat machine. Very, very vital. That one could change your lower body like you wouldn't believe. Your buns, your gluteus maximus, it, it, all of a sudden it's toning up your, um, your thighs, the hamstrings, the back of the thighs, quads, calves. It just, it's a great shaper and also with the lower abs as well too. So you can really get some changes there. And I, I found that that was important to me with the um, economic crunch that we're in. I know a lot of people can't afford personal trainers. A lot of people cannot afford gym memberships. And they just want something practical, something motivating, something fun that they could do in their own home. And a lot of mothers out here are, are you know, whether they're single mothers or, you know, full households of kids and husbands, what have you, you know, it's in order for them to work out and they don't have time to work out, if they could pop in the Suzy Q Fit Life, by the way, it's called Arms of a First Lady in honor of Michelle Obama. And what a great by title. doing this workout, what was that? Said what a great title. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Actually, you know, yesterday, um, one of my girlfriends, she actually is a member in the gym where I teach also at Gold's, and her name is um, Jen. We call her Jen. Her name is Jennifer. And she works with CBS. Shout out to Jen. Um, she actually um, felt it was important for me to attend this event um, because the Shape Magazine people are going to be there. And then I met with the PR person. And it's all of a sudden you just, you know what, the, the floodgates start to open up. When you're doing something positive for people, and this DVD to me means so much to me because it's unlike any other DVD in the market, and it will literally change the face of the game as we know it. You know, like the Matrix did for movies and it set a standard? Sure. This DVD will do just that. The Suzy Q Fit Life Arms of a First Lady will do that because, like I said, Jack LaLanne, no one in the history has used household products within the exercise DVD, VHS, never been done. But we're doing it. Not only are we doing that, I wanted to be able to provide people that holistic approach, you know, that we were talking about. You were asking me, how do I engage and do, how do I connect with my clients to bring out the best in them? Yes. The best thing that I could offer to the people that I don't have the opportunity to train with is 
I interviewed this gentleman, and you have to meet him. You have to have him on your show. His name is Sal Fashera. He's an exercise physiologist. He's a dynamo. He's a nutrition consultant. And we did some segments with Sal, and it's actually featured in um, Jody Samuel's house in her kitchen. She's got a gorgeous kitchen. And we did a whole nutrition segment that looks like it should be on the Food Network. At least Taylor Christoffel thinks so. And it was just amazing. The amount of information people are going to learn from macronutrients to the breakdown of the foods and the proteins. In fact, Sal just simplifies things and makes it easier for you to learn and understand. And then we also teach people in case they plateau and they're having a hard time. And this is more geared towards intermediate to advanced levels, people that are working out. We're giving you tips on how to rev up your heart rate, how to rev up and start to make changes. So that way you can implement these changes and start to get different results. Why? Because you're doing different things, as we mentioned earlier. And it doesn't stop there. You get the success story from Mally. You get my personal story of my struggles. And you get the whole reason why the concept of this DVD came together in the first place. And it's, again, to inspire um, women and men because people often tend to value themselves just based on the qualities or the shape of their body. We need to look at the internal qualities. This fitness DVD, Suzy Q Fit Life, Arms of a First Lady, is about to be a movement that I feel is essential to many people worldwide, and it will have an effect, like I have seen in my own classes, from the age of 18 to 65 years of age. This program is honoring a great woman, in the Oval Office, Michelle Obama. We've never seen anyone like this before. And it goes much further than just defining and toning your arms. And we need to create a better you so that you can live a long life and that you can be strong in a healthy way. And that's what's important. And, you know, when I started off doing this DVD, many people were telling me, Susie, you know what, you should hold off, you should wait, get ripped, Get lean, get a six-pack stomach, be the best you can be before you release a DVD. And then I realized to myself, you know what? If I can't accept myself, how am I going to encourage a nation of people to get moving and to be active and to be happy if I can't do that within myself? I need to accept myself. And that's the only way I can expect and help and lead others to do the same thing. And by helping others, you help yourself. When, you know, when I'm learning, I, I want to share that knowledge and that wealth with people. And that's why I brought so many powerful people um, on the project. And then we have Isaac. Oh, my goodness. Isaacphoto.com. Isaac Photo is an amazing photographer. He just captures the spirit and the element of this DVD and just brings it to life when you see the, the cover of the DVD and everything. It's just really powerful. So many great people. Alex. Alex is, Alex, he is wonderful. Alex is uh, the grande. He is actually a gentleman that watches over all of us women working out in the DVD. So we have our own security in the White House <laughs> watching <laughs> over us the whole time. He's like the official man in black. It's, it's just wonderful, you know. And the reason that also sparked this, because you asked why the importance of putting this DVD together. Candace Ackerman is, became a personal friend of mine. She's an immigration attorney, wonderful lawyer, and she's just basically sparked it within me to focus 
on one thing because I do a lot of things. And you know, I, I you know, it's so easy. I've you know, people have called me scatterbrains. Well, only this entertainment lawyer Bob, anyways. <laughs> He's right. also a very good man though, and has uh, inspired me to to do some positive things. And but staying focused, that is you know, it's half the battle. It's like getting to the gym, bringing your running shoes, bringing your workout gear. It, it's half the battle getting there. And for me, I realized once I allowed myself to have this tunnel vision. It's allowed me to produce a final finished product that I can now share with the world, and that makes me extremely happy. And I'm working with these incredible people, and I just feel so honored to be amongst so many great people and a great project that, again, mark my words, it's going, it's going to change the way we look at fitness on a whole because you will not find a DVD on the market like this. It has that magazine format look to it right. because Michelle Obama graces the covers of magazines everywhere, and that's why I have the pearls around my neck. <laughs> well, let me, so let's be clear, it, though. This is, you're, you're, now you're specifically, though, you're, this is for women, correct? This is for women, but it's also for men. Let me but I, I don't want women. the arms of a first lady. Well, you don't want the arms of a first lady, but guess what? Guess I want the what? arms of the governor, maybe. Oh, the governor. Governor. <laughs> well, guess what? You can have that, too. The thing with this exercise, and I did have a gentleman that really passionately wanted to be a part of this DVD, and I said, you know what, I could have you, but then... I was like, you know what, maybe I'm going to use you when we come out with Arms of a First Lady Part 2, the advanced version, even more, amping it up even more. This DVD right here appeals to the beginners, and it appeals to people that are already seasoned um, exercise enthusiasts that are intermediate to advanced level. I work at an advanced level within the DVD. Kia is working at an intermediate to advanced. Mally shows you the modifications and she's showing you at a beginner's level rate. Men can do this. Just because it's marked arms of a first lady, we're using calisthenics where you're using your own body weight. Trust me when I say you will feel the burn. Andrew? Yes? You are getting a copy of this DVD, and you will feel the burn. And then you, I want you to come back and you tell the viewers that. <laughs> you can tell all your listeners that you, you felt <laughs> okay. the burn. Because you, and also, you adjust the weight that you want. So maybe if instead of holding jugs of milk cartons, you might use uh, 10-pair-pound dumbbell weights that might be sufficient versus the beginner that might not use the weight or use water bottle jugs or may use a 3-pound dumbbell weight. So you can still work out with the DVD and get the benefits of feeling the burn and making the changes. Remember, and Sal Fischera will tell you this, anyone can define shape, tone, and strength in their arms. You can see that. And this DVD is so much more than arms. It, it's almost pretty much a total body workout. I, I sneak in a lot of body parts in there. <laughs> I sneak it in, but um, the focus is the arms. We have to mm -hmm. incorporate the shoulders. Sure. You got to get the delts in there. You got to get the upper back, the lats. It's, it's everything. You got to incorporate the legs. You've got to sweat because the thing with achieving these arms is that we want to be able to do some cardio. You want to be able to do different things to get different results. And it's a combination of things, and that's why nutrition is an important aspect to it. Because I learned, you know, in my um, 
you know, what was I, like um, 18, 16, when I, when I started learning about nutrition. And it's important that I share this with people because there's many people that are not working out. You know the majority of Americans are not exercising and they are not working out. That, to me, right there, I, I feel like I want to embrace that population of people that are not and encourage them and move them to change the way that they are living. Even so you don't, want to, bop, you don't want to bop them over the head with a milk carton? Well, not really bop them over the head with it, but okay. if I can invite them to, you know, um, get the DVD online, and, you know, it won't be available until uh, just towards Thanksgiving anyways, just before Thanksgiving. And, um, you know, I, I'm really excited about this project. Oh, and by the I way, when you get that out... Get let get yeah. back to me when that's out. Will that be available on Amazon? Um, definitely, that is exactly what I'm working towards. I'm doing a lot of legwork. Okay, because I'll be able to put that. Uh, <laughs> I'll put that on the you know the the, sh- the the show page. This 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 show will be up for 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 quite some time. Um, now we're actually at the last forever couple of minutes. Forever and ever, I hope. Forever and yeah. ever, as long as I'm doing the show. So oh, that's uh, gonna be a long time. That could long be long life. Very long uh, life. Well, even 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 after I'm doing the show, because who knows? It could yeah, be 20, yeah. 30, 80 years from now. Yeah. But uh, as we only have a couple of minutes left, now is a really good time for you to uh, let everyone know again how they can contact you, Susie. Oh, that is so sweet of you. Thank you, Andrew. Well, in order to get in contact with me, all you have to do is spell my name right. Say my name, say my name. You've got to spell it. <laughs> Spell my name, and you've got me. Okay. All you have to do is visit SusieQFitLife.com. That's www.S-U-S-I-E-Q, letter Q, FitLife. FitLife, one word. Everything's one word. And that's SusieQFitLife.com. You will actually, when you visit the website, we're going to be implementing, I'm going to be doing, you've inspired me, by the way, Andrew, to do so much, as you inspire many of your listeners oh, regularly. Thank you. Um, I, I think blogging is the way to go. I think radio is the way to go. For me, I like to be seen and heard, though. So before we did the show, but, you know, before doing the show today, I actually shot a little video footage that I posted on the YouTube channel. I posted it on Facebook. I posted it on my Twitter page, which is everything is Suzy Q Fit Life. If you ever need to find me, Google Suzy Q Fit Life, S-U-S-I-E. That's all you got to do. And um, you'll, I, I want to provide people with more fitness tips and just regular things that we were talking about, how to get motivated, how to inspire yourself, and, and what to do to get out of the slump. Because I, I want people to realize that you can strengthen yourself and in a non-superficial way. It's not about having the looks of a first lady, not having just defined and toned arms. Not everyone is going to be built like a Michelle Obama. However, we can still make changes and we can improve ourselves. We can improve the things that we're doing and we can improve our body. We have to accept what it is that we have and own it. That's what's important. And as I struggle with it, I want to share that with many people. And Great. So, and Susie, yeah. I, at, at this time, I would like to thank you for being a fantastic guest on my show. It's been really a great thrill to have you. And I've learned quite a lot. I believe anyone listening to the show will learn quite a lot. 
And I, I encourage everyone on our show, listening to the show, to uh, go over to Susie's website. And don't forget to pick, to pick up Arms of a First Lady when that comes out around Thanksgiving. So it's Susie, Susie again, Susie Q of SusieQFitLife.com. That's Susie with an S, S-I-E. And we'll see you next week here on Coach's Corner on Blog Talk Radio. Have a great night. <laughs>